Rodney Jane here. At Bob Jane T-Mart, get spring holiday savings. Buy three tyres and get the fourth absolutely free. Plus, up to $150 instant cash back on trusted tyre brands like Bridgestone, Yokohama, Goodyear, BF Goodrich, Michelin, Zenon and Motorsport X. Alloy wheels from only $125 and tyres from just $69. All with our best tyre price guarantee. We'll look after you. Test season apply. Hi, this is the Parked Up Podcast. We're powered by Race Fuels here. My name's Grant Rowley. And for this all Kiwi edition, I've got a very non-Kiwi joining me. His name's Andrew Van Loon. You've heard him plenty before on Parked Up. You hear him a lot on the Castrol Motorsport News podcast. Uh, we're in New Zealand. AVL, how the hell are you? I'm great. I love being in New Zealand. It is. It couldn't actually be further from where I live normally in Western Australia, but um, it's just great to be here. We haven't been here for a few years. So Ages. I just, I'm just, I'm just happy, Grant. Good. It's a good place to be. I'm glad you're happy. I'm glad you're happy. And I tell you, we've been pretty happy over the last couple of weeks mm. uh, because we've done some pretty cool things together. Uh, yep. Before we talk about that, in this episode, uh, and. I'm a day late for our super regular parked up peoples, uh, but this will give you something real good to listen to on your Friday going into work. Uh, I've spoken to a couple of um, leading Kiwis uh, who are over here in New Zealand getting ready for the round 10 of the Repco Supercars Championship. Uh, I've spoken to Greg Murphy, of course, like the Kiwi, the king. Uh, I spoke to Bruce Stewart who hasn't lived in New Zealand for a uh, many number of years, but of course is the team principal for Walkinshaw Andretti United. Uh, and I spoke to Chris Pither, Crosby, uh, who uh, of course races the Coke Commodore for Premier Racing. Christ either, if you've ever used uh, spell, <laughs> spell correct. Oh, really? Right, start, yeah. Chris Pither corrects the Christ either. Right. Very quickly. Okay. Let me tell you right now. Very good. Uh, and uh, then I spoke to, I thought about speaking to Shane Van Gisbergen, of course, the new king. And then didn't. Well, I couldn't because. I decided not to. No, I just, I yeah. I spoke to Mitch McAvoy, his media manager, who is also very non-Kiwi. Uh, but uh, I spoke to Mitch about some of the scheduling uh, dramas that goes on when you uh, have a driver in under your stable who is very very popular in uh, in a race like Pukekohe. So um, so a couple of cool chats. I brought in AVL to uh, fill in some gaps for us, and the uh, the one thing we can kick off with is a really cool thing we did back in your hometown, AVL, mm-hmm. uh, just the weekend gone. Uh, AVL and his mates invited me over to compete in the inaugural trailie. Classic Trailer yeah. Creek Classic. We didn't invite you. You showed up. Ah, uh, okay. Damn it. Just took I th- part. Of it. I thought I was part of it. I thought it was like a special invitational yeah, entry. It's not now I remember it, but anyway, whatever, whatever. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so we shared a cart. Uh, you you did all of the preparation. All I did was bring a few t-shirts, jumpers, and stickers. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I didn't contribute as much as I should have. Oh, I bought the beer, and. Other, yeah just a beer um so it was it was damn cool so what it was was a a, a dirt cart race 
really, really well run. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the best fun we've ever had. I've still got like sore arms from the uh, from the competition we did, but uh, I think you'd agree it was a pretty fun day. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a cool thing, and it was just something we always wanted just to be fun. And it was exactly that. You know, we had 21 cards there. Um, so I was probably a little concerned that the the field was going to be a little too dense. But everyone just came with the right spirit. Everyone had the right idea. Everyone just wanted to have fun. And it was fun. You know, I think it was just a fun day. So we raced carts all day. We skidded around the dirt. We were crunching side pods. And there's I have a very long list of things I need to fix on my cart after the exhaust was pulled off of the warm-up lap at the final and all that mm. sort of stuff. But it doesn't matter. It was about the big bonfire that was going. It was about the fact we were watching the footy. It was about the fact that we definitely weren't drinking any beers while we were doing it because that wouldn't be uh, the right thing to do. It never happened. Um, but it was just a, it was just a, yeah, it was a fun day. It was a fun day. And it's just, it was motor racing that was just fun. And it's a nice reminder that motor racing can just be fun sometimes as well. It's mm. a cool thing. Mm. Yeah. It felt like we were doing motorsport uh, in with, with modern machinery in like a 1970s or 80s environment yeah. with not much in the in the way of safety yeah. but everyone having everyone was just having it like a really good time everyone was doing it in the right spirit as you said uh we had we ate like kings the food there was unbelievable yeah. it was uh, just a really uh a really cool thing um so uh yeah i, I reckon you had 20 entries for mm -hmm. this one i reckon you guys are going to have to be beating them off with sticks to keep people out after the hype that was going on over the night. Uh, yeah, it could become bigger than Ben-Hur. Probably promoting on the podcast is not the best way to keep it, <laughs> to keep it quiet. But, um, but yeah, it was a fun night. It's fun to just... What the, what the takeaway from it is, is that motor racing doesn't have to be at the top level to be enjoyable. In fact, there are some elements of just doing it for fun that we might miss sometimes at the level that we generally participate at, not participate at as competitors, but participate at in our day-to-day -day jobs. Um, and it's just nice to sometimes just go and drive something and just have no pressure and just have fun. And that's the big takeaway. Club-level motorsport, whatever whatever level motorsport you can um, enjoy, you will enjoy it. It's a fun thing to do. Driving stuff fast is a fun thing to do. Mm -hmm. Certainly. Well, that was uh, some of the most fun that I've had in in quite some time. And it makes me really want to do some more karting, which is definitely my level. I know you raced Formula Ford as well. So uh, I do want to definitely do just a little bit more of that. I'd, um so uh, that was great. Come back next year. You can come back next year. Oh, thank you. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, it'd be cheaper for me to just like buy a cart rather than fly over to Perth. And <laughs> no, no, it was no. If you would have spent a cart mart every second week, you would probably disagree. With <laughs> exactly. That. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, okay, sure. That's right. No, no. There, there is no even just watching you do uh, put bolt the thing together and forget the cost. I'm so mechanically like uh, not with the game. 
uh, I never gave my dad as much credit as I should have, or I didn't give him as much help as I should have while he was strapping my cart together. And I was having all these flashbacks of when I was 16, 17, 18, when dad was putting my cart together, watching you do it. And I thought, oh, shit, I'm going to help my mate here. I didn't help my dad back in the day. Um, and I, yeah, I think I ran a couple of uh, rags over it to clean it and that was about as much as I could do um, anyway uh, that's enough on carting and uh, we'll try better next time not that we did we did pretty good really like we were kind of in the mix for a little bit it had no result in the final but that's no stress uh, anyway uh, I'm with Andrew Van Lawn. of course you can hear him on the Castrol Motorsport News podcast every week and uh, but right now you're listening to Parked Up and it's an all Kiwi edition, spoken to a bunch of Kiwis, as I said at the top of the show. Uh, and the very first one that I spoke to, the king, the prince, I don't know, whatever he is, he's the legend of Pukekohe, legend of New Zealand motorsport, Greg Murphy, right here on Parked Up. I couldn't have done an all Kiwi podcast without speaking to the main man here, Greg Murphy. Murph, uh, it must be just a super busy weekend for you yeah it is a busy weekend but uh an enjoyable one you know i'm, uh, I'm actually having a, a little steer as well um in the historic touring car category in a in a car that's dear to me uh 30 years ago this year i drove the uh ford sierra cosworth rs500 sponsored by whittaker's uh, peanut slab uh, here at Pukekohe and at Wellington and I'm getting to have a little steer of it again this weekend and, it, and it's very fitting um, that uh, I get to do that considering it's it's the last event uh, at Pukekohe so lots of things to look forward to doing a little bit of TV work and, and just enjoying the atmosphere. How much does it suck that we come to this great track and it's just not going to be here as a racing facility anymore? It must be uh, gutting for uh, someone who uh, for as the prince, you're the prince. Can't you do something? Well, you see, there's one thing you got wrong there. It's certainly, I'm, I don't think I'm the prince. I mean, it's um, you know definitely higher than that. It was definitely the king. <laughs> okay. So uh, it is. It is gutting, it, it, and it does suck. I think it's a really good word that um, you know this place is is not going to be uh, able to be used for probably um, what it should be and what it's most remembered for, which is motorsport anymore. Um, uh, so that's that's it's. Next year, when it finally does close, the last event is held. Um, there will be, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of sadness around it. And and but we are fortunate that we have been able to get here this year and actually do a celebration um, for what uh, it should be remembered. And and that's having a huge event with uh, an amazing, you know, category, uh, having supercars here uh, to sort of do the, you know, a big send off. Um, you know, I couldn't think of a better way to do it. Uh, look, there's lots of other racetracks that we have, that you have here in New Zealand, mm. but really none that has the uh, that this the, the history that that this place has. And I know lots of other New Zealand tracks had the old Formula One stars come through, but this ha this place has been the home of motorsport. What replaces it? What ta what takes the mantle uh, when the doors finally close on Pukekohe Park? Well, certainly nothing's going to replace it. That's you know that that's never going to um, be possible uh, just for what it what it has brought and you know the fact that we're talking way back in was it sixty two or sixty three um, that you know they they first raced here you know it, it, no other circuit holds holds the history and holds the the memories but 
Um, where we go from here is we are fortunate in this country. We still we've still got a bunch of other circuits. There's still another three in the North Island, and and there's uh, four in the South Island. Um, so you know we, we are overrepresented, I suppose. But as far as having a big event moving forward, I don't really see an option other than Hampton Downs um, in the immediate future. And and really, it's the best facility in the country, and and uh, it will provide um, you know the sport moving forward. Supercars as a place to go um, in New Zealand as as a great great venue for for the future. I've no doubt. A uh, big weekend for you this weekend. If you're not doing TV stuff or driving cars, I'm sure you're uh, signing autographs and uh, getting pulled and pushed every direction. Uh, but there is another big race in about a month, that, that uh, big old mountain. How's uh, your preparations gone and are you looking forward to it? I'm more looking forward to it now. Um, I've been sort of fairly circumspect about the whole idea of it for since it was announced last year and then, you know, we... Uh, we didn't get to participate last year through all the COVID uh, rubbish. Um, and I wasn't sure if it was going to actually be resurrected for 2022, but it has. And, you know, just getting in the car has been the, the biggest thing and, and has allowed me to just, uh, you know, take that time and, and understand and and, uh, and try to relearn a little bit of supercar. And uh, I think I've done done okay with it. It, it I'm never going to get back to a, a level that you want to be to be able to be competitive but you know I am quite comfortable in the car at the moment at the, at the pace that I'm running and but Bathurst is you know is significantly different to Winton um, but I am actually now starting to really look forward to, to going up there and I think mainly because of the way that I'm going to be going to Bathurst this time which is in a, in a, a you know very different sort of mind mind um, sort of space to what I've gone there in every other race previously and you know there's not the same kind of uh, pressure or, or need or you know requirement as what there was back in those you know in the last you know all those years that I did race there um, so we're, we're there to actually enjoy the, the whole thing and, and, and we've got I think we've got it in the right perspective I certainly have and so is Richie so you know um, it, it's going to be an interesting time and you know we just uh, go through the motions and, and see what comes out the other side. And thanks, Murph, for his time. Of course, uh, AVL, we spoke about Pukekohe and its demise. Uh, right now, when we talk, you haven't actually made it out to Pukekohe. Uh, I was there on the Thursday, and it's such a shame that we're going to not go to Pukekohe anymore. I know you haven't been there right now. I tell you, it hasn't really changed that much since the last time you were here, 2019. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure you'll uh, get the feels that uh, this is some, a place that we're going to miss. We are going to miss it because Hampton Downs won't be the same. That, that, that's the reality of the situation. It can't hold as many people. Um, it's going to take time to redevelop the culture that we have for Pukekohe. I mean, at the end of the day, Kiwis love motorsport. They will keep coming to events. They'll get a good crowd at Hampton Downs. It just won't quite be the same because it won't be Pukekohe. And the Hamilton Street Race wasn't Pukekohe. You know, they had an amazing result there when Shane Van Gisbergen won. Um, but it's there's something special about Pukekohe. That's the reality of it. So it's not going to nothing is going to replace it. They will come up with something that is the the new era of supercars racing in New Zealand. It won't be Pukekohe. This is a special era that will never be replicated because of what Murph did there, because of the history that the place has, because of this unique kind of 
scalectrics feel that it sort of has like it feels like a like a made-up racetrack in a really weird way it's just a special place and it is incredibly sad this is the last time we're going to go there mm. yeah of course the circuit closes in april next year this is really the last major event but apparently the thing sold out so you were you uh, whether it's sold out right now or it will be sold out on Sunday, it is going to be a packed house. They're talking about 70,000 people rolling up for uh, whether that's over the whole event or maybe even on Sunday. There's not going to be room to move anywhere. You know, we're going to have to leave really early on Sunday from this hotel we're sitting in right now okay. to get there early. I know you're well, not thrilled. I saw your I'll eyes sleep. dip down. I'll sleep in the back of the car on the way there. You can drive but. <laughs> No, that totally. And but the atmosphere is just going to be off tap. You know, it's going to be unbelievable. And there's a very good chance we're going to see a Kiwi driver win. Mm-hmm. I won't spoil it by saying who. <laughs> there's a good chance that a Kiwi might win. Yep. And it's probably going to bring the house down. And he's going to do a massive burnout on Sunday evening. And it's going to absolutely bring the house down. So I, I, I just, I feel like uh, maybe over the course of the season, it would be easy for fans particularly australian fans to uh start to take for granted the fact that we've seen the same guy winning a lot i always think that when we see areas of dominance that we don't appreciate them at the time we appreciate them a lot later but this weekend that isn't going to be the case you know if shane van gisbergen goes out there and wins all three races and wins them handsomely it's going to be appreciated people are going to really enjoy it Mm. so that's an exciting prospect because that's what actually makes sport good it's not what happens on track or whatever. It's what it's what that can stir up. It's what the crowd reacts to. And I think we're going to see a pretty amazing crowd reaction this weekend. Mm, yeah, cool. Well, we'll uh, we'll see. I know there's a couple of drivers out there who would uh, love to spoil his party, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll see if the uh, the the Pukakoi Supercars gods come and play their hand in a uh, in a Kiwi win, or maybe it'll be Andre Heimgartner or Chris Pither. Maybe. Yeah, I think Andre Heimgartner is a big shout to do something special this weekend. Mm. Um, I think that there's history with the BJR team. Yep. They've done well here before. Obviously, he's driving the number eight entry, which was Jason Richards' car. Mm -hmm. Um, And we know he can actually do the job. Like, he is capable of it. And Kiwis just go better here. It's one of those things that it's undeniable. I mean, you can't – it doesn't actually make a whole bunch of sense, but it's a thing that happens. They go better here. Yeah, they so, grow an extra leg, or, yeah. or they get some dispensation through the through the scales or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but they just go better here. So I think that um, it's realistic to expect him to put on a good show. Can he beat Shane Van Gisbergen? That's a tough ask because you could ask that question for any round, yeah, and probably struggle to come up with any sort of reasonable argument that someone can, but. I think that Andre is going to be up there this weekend. Cool. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll uh, talk to our oh, mates at Sportsbet. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, see if that uh, comes off or not. Uh, okay. Cool. So the next person I spoke to was Bruce Stewart. Of course, he is the team principal at Walkinshaw Andretti United. Uh, born and raised in New Zealand, moved over to Australia. Uh, in about 1990 and did a couple of roles through footy, 
uh, AFL before being lured over to motorsport uh, and has never gone back and has worked his way from being commercial manager within that organization to ultimately being the team principal. Uh, and uh, he is a uh, a good dude and also a, a, a huge racing nut. And uh, uh, yeah, look, I grabbed him and uh, here's what he said. I've got Bruce from Walkinshaw Andretti United. Now, you've been living in Australia for a number of years, but originally a Kiwi. What does this event mean to the to New Zealand to have uh, Australia's premier motorsport category come over and uh, and showcase itself on on your old home soil? Well, it's huge, and the atmosphere and the anticipation and passion by the Kiwis, you can feel it already. Even when we arrived yesterday, so many people talking to us when we were leaving the airport and at the hotel and people here to watch the supercars, but also we had a couple of uh, functions last night and and, uh, the fan passion for the sport is huge. So super exciting. Um, We know that it's also a very important event in the lead up to Bathurst. So, you know, you're trying to iron out a few of those little crinkles before you get to the mountain so uh, this is your last proper run at it to make sure you're in full race pace um, by the time you get to the great race. New Zealand love their motorsport any motorsport really and and always have per capita they probably love it more than what Australians do. Uh, I know you didn't have a lot to do with motorsport prior to being involved uh, you know at the, at the Holden racing team and and at, uh, at that level but uh, did you notice when you were over here prior to living in Oz that uh, motorsport was a massive thing huge yeah I, of course I did I actually my wife's family is really uh, big time into motorsport and and um, so yeah I've, I've had a lot of exposure to it it just really wasn't something that I had my full focus on before I got over to Australia but yeah fair to say now I can see it and believe it like it's um, huge and you're right I think the facts are that per capita the the passion for supercars even outranks Australia which is which is cool so uh, it's really important to come over this side of the ditch really important to keep those fans engaged a a big part of the passion and what we create at every event so um, I'm, I'm super excited Grant. It sucks that we're not coming back to Pukekohe as well. We've been coming here for so long. It's got rich uh, history and heritage in motorsport across the board. Uh, but we, we just need to make sure we come back, however it might be. Yeah, well you, you're right. We were just walking out of the track going to get something. And, and when you get to walk down the pit lane and uh, across the track and look at the grandstand and you look at the facilities here and um, the the beautiful setting and you know the arena that is the front straight you know you're just like wow it, it hurts to think that this is the last one it really does because it's such a fantastic place to watch motorsport um, and so we've got to make sure we put on a great show we thank Bruce for his time, of course. If you thought that that interview ended quickly, it did because I had a couple more questions, but uh, one of the batteries on my camera <laughs> ran out. So uh, Classic Grant Rowley. That is very classic Grant Rowley. Always some microphone issues on Parked Up. Um, okay, I also spoke to Chris Pither. At the, uh, of course, he drives the Coca-Cola Commodore for Premier Racing and uh, one of only three Kiwis in the pack. 
uh, hasn't really, you know, top 10 would be a, a great, has been a great result for him uh, in 2022. Can he bring something special? Like ABL had said, if Kiwis can grow that extra leg here, then uh, he's, he's certainly going to need it. And uh, I think he'd love to uh, do his very best for the crowd. But um, you know what? Here he is, Chris Pither on Parked Up. I've got Chris Pither here. We're at Pukekohe. And it's the last time we come to Pukekohe as well. As a hometown boy, it must be a, a little sad to have this as the last time that we're going to be here. Yeah, 100%. Um, there's a lot of history here at, at Pukekohe Park, uh, you know, well before I was even born. So um, a lot of history. Um, and for me, it, 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 you know, it even stems back to my early days racing cars. So I, I started racing um, Formula First, Formula V, and... and 2000 when I was around 12 years old and, and obviously raced Pukekohe a lot then and progressed through a number of junior categories being Formula First, Formula Ford, um, HQ Holdens, TRS, um, V8 Utes here, lots of different things and um, I've only raced a supercar here once before in 2016. So um, uh, yeah, I guess coming here this weekend, um, knowing that it'll be the last time supercars here is 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 uh, obviously disappointing, um, but I feel, on the other hand, I feel grateful that I'm competing. Um, I'm in the championship this year and able to take part this weekend, and um, hopefully we can put on a good show for a run. I guess it's even more sad that it's not just the last time supercars come here. It's just the it's the last you know we're we're in the last few months of the circuit, uh, you know, surviving. It closes in April. It's uh, it's it's a shame because we're just losing so many permanent tracks even back home in Australia I call it my home it's not your home you live there whatever you want to say but yeah it's sad that another circuit just with so much history is closing and it I guess it's a, it can be a little bit worrying that we we are losing these classic tracks sure new circuits like the Bend rumoured tracks new circuits in uh, Melbourne you know big mega tracks but none of these homegrown style venues yeah 100 percent. you know you can relate it a lot i guess to oran park is another another iconic circuit so much history and and it got um obviously got swallowed up too so um for me i guess i've spent a, uh, i spent a day here um last week too and and there was a it was basically an open open track day um a play day they called it and and to see the amount of cars here, there would have been, oh, I reckon there had to be 100 plus cars. It was it was packed. There was four sessions, uh, four different sessions of different speed of cars. And and to see how much or how many people there were that were bringing out their, you know, their, their big variety of cars, <laughs> project cars. There were road cars. There were, you know, some some high-end um, muscle cars. They were all burning around and, and you know, it, 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 the tracks still massively utilized um so i guess for all those people that that do come here and use it um regularly it, it's a it's a massive loss for them um and also for you know it's a iconic track it's an iconic track it's it's for me it's a circuit that that it, it doesn't matter what you're driving um lot like that day i saw saw cars here last week there's some weird and wonderful stuff and and there are some amazing cars high-end cars too but it doesn't matter what you're driving around pukekohe it's um it's always exciting um driving a you know a formula v or an hq holding going through turn one it's by the city of your pants it's exciting it, um no, obviously the same in a supercar so it, it's it's got some uh characteristics 
I guess about the about the circuit that that no other track really really has. It's quite unique in a lot of ways and requires heaps of commitment. Um, everyone still talks about the bumps. The bumps are nothing like they used to be. It's smooth now compared to what <laughs> compared to what it was a few years back when uh, what I remember in my um, earlier days here. So yeah, in a track. Formula Ford, you yeah. certainly Formula First, you'd certainly know about those bumps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and, and and even the HQ, to be honest, it wasn't the. Um, the, the best handling race car I've ever been in. So even a, a big car like that, um, you know, going through turn one and the thing would bounce across the track and um, upset the car more, more than anything. And, and obviously over the hill here, there's bumps too, but it's a turn one bump that I remember that's, that's um, you know, quite, uh, quite makes it quite interesting. And there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of um, characteristics about the circuit that, that, that other tracks don't have. So, in, you know, in that respect, it's it's obviously quite disappointing that it's, that it's closing um, and, and, as I said before, there's just so much passion for motorsport in New Zealand. There's a lot of people that just want to get involved on any level, and and you see that in the grassroots stuff right right through. So, um, you know, to be losing a track is is devastating, and it seems like it's it's happened so quickly. Like um, it, it, when it was announced, it was all done and dusted so fast. There was no um, not much um, not much warning. So yeah, it's, it's disappointing. Hopefully, we can. Uh, you know, we've got other great tracks too, but obviously you can't replace one once it's gone. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, before we say goodbye, we get to do this weekend. And, uh, yeah, emotional in that regard. Still an important round of the championship and probably even more important because we've got a big race up that uh, big mountain uh, coming up. Last time we really get to uh, uh, see the cars in anger before the Repco Bathurst 1000. Uh, with all those things at play what's this weekend got for you yeah for, for me it's a, this is i guess where the journey started for me i, I raced uh, i remember quite clearly racing formula 40 support category 2001 and um, um it was the, the obviously the first year the supercars came here and um mr greg murphy absolutely um <laughs> wiped, wiped the field i'm pretty sure he qualified on final one of the races and and he basically cleaned up the following couple of years as well so um in 2001, when I was here racing the Formula 4, that was the first time I actually experienced um, supercars in, in person. And our paddock, were, our, our, the support paddock was down the, down the bottom end, outside of Turn 1, and the, um, where the old circuit, the old Pukekohe circuit, used to, used to run. Um, so the easiest place to watch was obviously outside of Turn 1. It was just absolutely amazing. I was blown away by it. And, and that's when the, the, the passion and desire, I guess, to, to race V8 supercars was like really really started for me so um to to be here this weekend and and be able to take part in the last the last supercars round here is 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 great um and and for for, for that reason and um yeah we just hopefully we can we can get a good result it, it seems like um you know the kiwis have always done well here and 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 it makes me think that um it, you know all the support that it feels like i'm getting and i'm sure the other kiwis get as well um is what all the Aussies get every other round in Australia. <laughs> so I've got to try and try and harness that that um, that that positive support a little bit here, and, and hopefully we can uh, get a strong result. Cool, uh, and and Bathurst as well. Uh, how much focus now is on that race? Uh, is is it any different now to what it was? You know, the last couple of events. Uh, it's. Yeah, it's, it's the biggest event of the year, obviously, and um, it, it, it's one that stands out on on its own. If, you know, it's, it's winning Bathurst, winning the championship. It's yeah, you, 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 you take either, that's for sure. It's a, it, it's the one we all, all, all want to win. I was fortunate enough to to finish fourth there in two thousand and seventeen, but 
to be honest, fourth was a little bit bittersweet. You know, <laughs> so one place off the podium um, with Woody, and it was a good day for us. But um, you know, it, it's it's left me wanting more. I want to obviously get a good result there. And for us, we're, we're um, obviously a new team this year, and the objective was always to, you know, it was a building year. We, we, we were going going into the season with the, with the aim of putting the right foundations in, in, in place so that we can hit the ground running when, when, when Gen 3 rolls around next year and, and you know, have those those foundations in place. And, and we've, as the season's gone on, we've, we've made changes. We've, we've got a good group of boys and girls now that are that are passionate and, and working hard to try and move forward. And, and, you know, come the end of the year, we want to start really getting some strong strong results. And we've had glimpses throughout the season. We've had some good qualifying results. The last good one was... Um, couple of rounds ago at Darwin for me and when we qualified 11th um, unfortunately got um, tangled up early in the race only his first lap and got a, got a puncher so we were out of the race early and didn't get didn't get to sort of capitalize on the qualifying result but um, yeah we're, we're building we need to we need to finish the year off strong and uh, obviously with, with this weekend here at Pukekohe and, and going to Bathurst if we can get a good result over the next couple of rounds um, it would make a big difference so looking forward to uh, having a crack. Mate, the hard questions, lots of chat about silly seasons and all those things. How do you fit into the mix? You know, we've heard about some people who might be coming into this squad for next year. Where does Chris Pither land in 2023? Yeah, well, the the aim was obviously to be here, um, be with the team, be with Premier Racing. And, and um, yeah, for, for the reasons I've already touched on, it, it was about... Um, Building, building the team this year to, to be in there and, and have the right things in place to to really hit the ground running with, with Gen 3. So my aim is to, to still be on board with the team um, next year. Uh, I still want to be on the grid. I, I, I feel like there's a real opportunity with Gen 3. It will be a bit of a, a game changer, I think, in a, in a lot of respect. I like the fact that it is going to be more controlled. Um, so as a, as a driver, I just uh, like the idea that I, that I'll have. I'll know I've got the same toolbox as anyone else in pit lane, and and it's down to how you drive the car and how you work with the engineer. So, um, you know, for the guys that haven't necessarily been in the championship for consecutive seasons for a long period of time, some of that advantage might be negated slightly with the new car. So it's exciting times. Um, I, I really hope that I can be on the grid next year and and continue. Um, as I said, the team's gradually building every round. It's only little steps, but you know, it's, uh, it's a tight championship, it's a competitive championship, and it's all the little things that add up. And I feel like we are making good gains. Um, for me to be on the grid next year, I just need to need to focus on these next few rounds and, and get some good results. And hopefully, we'll be uh, we'll be there next year. Mate, go well this weekend. Thank you. Well, and we thank Crispy for his time. Now, the uh, the last chat that I did was with Mitch McAvoy. He's the media manager for for Triple Eight. Very much not a Kiwi. Certainly is all Australian. However, he's the one responsible for looking after the diary of Shane Van Gisbergen at all of the, the events. He uh, also does all their media releases, anything on social media. Uh, Mitch McAvoy is the man you will have heard from. Uh, there or seen seen his hard work uh, certainly one of the nicer guys in the paddock a really good media manager uh, gets stuff done when he's got so many requests he can't get everything done I couldn't get hold of Shane Van Gisbergen uh, but I could get hold of Mitch to talk about uh, what life is like looking after SVG on home soil in an event of this stature so here's Mitch 
Hey, I've got Mitch McAvoy here, one of Australia's greatest motorsport PR men. Now, he's not Kiwi in our all-Kiwi edition, but he does have to look after a pretty popular Kiwi uh, in these parts, Shane Van Gisbergen. How popular is SVG been this weekend for appearances, media calls, and, and all those things? Yes, thank you for that introduction, Grant. Um, yeah, he's definitely been a man in demand uh, this week and, and the weeks leading up. Um, it's been quite hard being his or the team's PR manager for this week um, because he's definitely a, a hometown hero. Um, but yeah, it's we've just tried to uh, to juggle uh, all of his media requests um, and do the best we can. But yeah, we've been here for oh, four or five days already. Um, did some filming for Red Bull New Zealand in Queenstown, which was a lot of fun. Um, haven't seen them for, for a long time and haven't been over here for a long time as well. So, yeah, it's been a man in demand, but, um, yeah, it's been good to, to get over here. I'd imagine thousands of requests, hundreds of requests. How many, what's the ratio? Is it 50% uh, get a look in and some people, unfortunately, have to get given the big fat no? Well, I, I try to accommodate for, for everyone, um, but I like to share it as well because we obviously have a, another superstar driver in Brock Feeney. Um, so, yeah, I liked it to share the request between the two of them, but understanding that, yeah, we're in New Zealand and a lot of people want to speak to Shane. But, um, no, I, look, there's probably only a, a small amount of people who, you know, I have to say no to, unfortunately, but you just have to manage it. I mean, it's such a hectic week, and at the end of the day, these guys are here to, to race cars, so you've got to be mindful of that as well. And how does he feel about that? We all know and love Shane, the way he goes about his business. Uh, it, does does uh, does he yell at you if you load him up too much? No, he's been good. Um, over here, uh, he's at home, so he feels a lot more relaxed. And uh, no, he never yells at me. Um, I feel like we know each other quite well. Know how to ask each other to do things or uh, know what each other needs. So no, he, he's been fine. He's been good. Can he wrap up the championship this way? Have you done the math? He, he can't quite wrap it up, but. Uh, uh, he's given himself a pretty damn good uh, buffer heading into another pretty big race in a couple of weeks' time at Mount Panorama. I haven't done the math, no. I don't like to think about that, and neither does he. He hates being being asked about that. There's still, obviously, a, quite a few races to go and um, a few big ones coming up. So, no, I haven't even thought about that yet, and we'll be thinking about that at the last round. All right, and last question, mate. Uh, what's the weirdest request that you've had for SVG going into this weekend or maybe what's the weirdest request you've had of all time from a from a media type or or someone looking for uh time from one of your drivers that's a very very hard one to answer because we get we get a lot of weird ones i can't think of the top of my head but the the signing sessions are, are quite funny the, the fan signing sessions you'll get all these items that people have brought to get signed or it, whether it's their grand great-grandfather's 19 22 car rim from an old race car or paddock basher that he's used or people wanting to sign their babies or things like that like we had one today actually a lady wanted um, Shane to sign her arm which she was going to go to the tattoo parlor straight afterwards and, and get it permanently on her which is a bit weird I think but yeah you get some strange requests and uh, nothing surprises me anymore. Uh, and thanks, Mitch, as well, for his time. This is the All Kiwi episode uh, with 
myself, Grant Rowley, not a Kiwi, and Andrew Van Lewin sitting right beside me, also definitely not a Kiwi. The opposite of the Kiwi. <laughs> yes. the uh, Very much the, the other the side of the ditch. Part of Australia. It's the ditch plus the desert venue. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Um, all right, so who wins this weekend? Ready, set, go. Shane Van Gisbergen is going to win easily. Like, I can't. It would just be amazing to see any other outcome, given the form he's been in and given all the stuff we talked about, the way the Kiwis just go better here. I absolutely cannot see how he's beatable this weekend. Cool. Okay. Uh, I guess I have to agree. I've got, if there's anyone who I think, Cam Waters. I reckon. Really? I reckon Over how Andre Holmgartner. You go Cam Waters. You reckon, so you reckon Andre Holmgartner is yeah. going to finish second? I reckon he's a better shout of beat. This is my age, very poorly. I reckon he's a better shout of beating SVG. Cool. Than Cam Waters this weekend. I reckon Cam or I love you, Cam. Yeah. Like I'd love to see you yeah. coming to hey, look. breathe some life into this title fight, but I just don't I can't see it here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Look, I guess um I'm uh in in some ways I'd like to see what will happen if SVG does dominate or does take a win, particularly in one of the races on Sunday, particularly the very last race. That will kind of be fun to see and be a part of. Uh, but, uh, yeah, look, we're pretty close to that big race at Mount Panorama as well. Uh, you know, I don't know, everyone, do you think they, do you think they focus a lot on Mount Panorama at this point or are they just going out there trying to do their best in, in these races? I think nobody's focusing on it at all for the very simple reason, the fact the championship's done, right? Shane Van Gisbergen is going to win the championship. Mm -hmm. We can pretend he's not. He is. Yep. That's what's going to happen, right? So he set a goal to try and build the gap that he didn't have to worry about heading to Bathurst. Nobody else has to worry about heading to Bathurst because they're not going to win it. Mm. Who's going to win it? No one, right? Except him. Just so Shane. Yeah, just Shane. So it kind of, and we saw that last year to some extent as well, that it kind of actually, it opens up that race a little bit more. Because there's no consideration for it. It just becomes a flat-out slog to win that race. Mm. So, yeah, look, I just think that it's it's the championship's done. It's done and dusted. Mm. Shane's going to win it. Mm -hmm. it's his, he can't. Yeah, he can't lose from here. No, definitely not. No, he'd, have, not. he'd have to break both collarbones and miss three races. He'd still win. He broke one. Came from 17th to 3rd. So if he broke two, he'd come from 32nd. He'd win the thing. Like, it's crazy. Like, you can't. No, he's just in unstoppable form. So the title is his, and that opens Bathurst stuff. It's kind of a good thing. Yeah, cool. Okay. Oh, well, we'll see. It's not too long till we go race cars around uh, Mount Panorama for another edition of the Great Race. Uh, before we do that, it's Pukekohe. Uh, of course, here at Parked Up, I'd like to thank all of our uh, great partners, Race Fields, Bob Jane T-Marts. Uh, you can check out a heap of our other podcasts uh, in the network uh, stable. Of course, Girls on the Grid, uh, Parked Up Plus with uh, Mark Fogarty. 
that's every Monday. Girls on the Grid is every Monday. And we've also got the Napa Auto Parts Grassroots Racing Podcast. Uh, and that is every second Friday. And of course, look, you can hear from this West Aussie right next to me on the Castrol Motorsport News Podcast. Uh, that comes out every Tuesday. AVL, thank you so much for your time. Absolute pleasure. Uh, no worries. And uh, you enjoy the rest of your time in New Zealand. Thanks, mate. I will. You've just listened to another Network R production. 